The Spanish announce table. This is the 309th time we have convened to record an episode of the Spanish announce table proper. Tom, over there in your not only restricted to men cave, uh, how in the hell are you? Man, I tell you what, I am really good. Uh, tomorrow starts uh, a little vacation that I have planned. I don't go back to work Ooh. till the 30th, so I'm off oh. for the next 10 days. Uh, that'll be good. Uh, enjo- looking forward to enjoying my free time. Uh, oh, I got the PTO saved that? up, pal. Who approved oh, that? I got. They say you got to use it or you lose it, and I'm not losing it, so, you know. You know what? I've got your boss's email. I'm going to. You should. You should definitely email them and say, hey, how are you? Um, so, yeah, I've got that planned hey, for the next 10. Yeah, I've got that Same. planned for the next 10 days. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's so cool. Relax. Cool. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. This time next week when we're recording an episode, it will be Turkey Day. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know if I'm uh, – I, I mean, I, I don't have any plans to go anywhere, but, you know, we'll see how the, the better half – uh, of the Rainer Ranch, you know, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. of Tim over here, uh, would appreciate Thanksgiving night podcast. Uh, we may have to like move that. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Play it by ear. Maybe she'll want me to get the hell out of the room. Maybe she'll be like, "Don't you have podcast to record? Yeah. It's Thursday night, right? It's Thursday mm-hmm. night. I've been accustomed to you not being here." Talking to your boyfriend, as she calls you every time we do this. Aww, she's like, oh, that's so she's nice. like, oh, I forgot. She's like, you got your boyfriend day tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Tell her I said hi. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah, that's what she went out with a friend tonight. And she was like, she was like, I mean, I may as well. She was like, go hang out with somebody who will, you know, talk to me tonight. It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, maybe. Nah. Maybe. Uh, what are you up to? What What you got planned? What What have you been doing past few days? Just working, uh, just working. I got plugged into a new networking group. Uh, like I told you, I had one of those today. Uh, great, great group of folks all, you know, trying to help each other out. It's awesome. Uh, I told them uh, what I can help with right now is uh, media production, right? Mm-hmm. Right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom and I, and I want to out this to uh, put this out to our viewers and, and listeners. Uh, you know, if you guys need any help too, uh, we are podcast radio veterans. You need something, you know, you need an ad whipped up real quick. You need some help starting a podcast or something like we might, we might have decent help ability. We might, you know what I mean? A little donation here and there. We might be able to uh, make things work for you. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, actually to speak of that uh, real quick, a coworker of mine is uh, using some of my skill set. Uh, this weekend on Saturday, I'm interviewing her cousin. His name is Denny. He served in the secret service for 30 years and, uh, was the detail for three different presidents. See, this is awesome. And this is a service we can also provide too. You know, a lot of podcasts nowadays have a subject who doesn't know how to do a podcast. So the, the producer slash host is somebody else, a la Conrad Thompson. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, you need somebody to do that. We are experienced at that as well. Hit us up, tableshow at gmail.com. But that's not what you're here for. You're not here for, you know, to hear what we can do for you. You just want to hear us talk about cool stuff. But, like, what, right. what cool stuff were you about to say? Well, I was going to say. You ready to uh, go. You look we right. are experienced, but we may not be good. But that is in the eye of the beholder. Um, if you do yeah, hire you us, this though. And see how it feels. Right. If you are uh, going to hire us, uh, listen. 
look look at this uh, cool transition. This is some radio work right here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. So if you hire us, uh, we would love to help out. Although we would not be considered independent contractors as WWE wrestlers are. Tim, you want to take it off with the first story? Yeah, about that. I mean, we've talked about WWE and the way they, that segue was. Transition, that huh? Was, that was, see, you are good. See, don't doubt your own abilities, Tom. It's all about, don't put a mental block in your own way, Tom. You are the best Tom you know. You know what Recording I'm a wrestling podcast on a Thursday night. Absolutely. Yeah, when you really dial it down. The further on. you're the best Tom you know, and the further you dial that down is just more and more true. Ah, so, uh, what were we saying? Oh yeah, WWE and the way they treat their talent is a term that I not like to well, use, right? Because they are not employees and never have been. They are independent contractors, which means they don't have to provide them, you know, health benefits and some other sorts of things like that, and that was sort of doable until COVID hit, right? I mean. <laughs> Uh, and months ago now, WWE kind of gave a notice to, to the wrestlers. This is a little bit kind of bouncing around here, but they gave a notice to him saying, Hey, uh, you guys have been on some third party apps, uh, content providers, things like Twitch cameo cameo is a service where like you're a famous person and somebody will pay you to go like, Hey, Julie, Julie Happy Johnson birthday. at 23rd and 14th Street in New York. Happy yeah. birthday. The Rock says you're awesome, right? Uh, they were doing a lot of those things um, and some other things where, you know, other sites like that. And they said, hey, can't do that anymore. Uh, you got to shut them down or we're assuming control of those, be it we being the company. And you will receive a portion of the money you make off of that. But, and this is the kicker, that portion will go against your downside guarantee. A downside guarantee being their base pay, right? We sign up. I'm you're a brand new wrestler, Tom. I'm Vince McMahon. I'm gonna sign you up with a downside guarantee of a million a year for 400 appearances, whatever it may be. And then mm-hmm. anything you make off the top of that is, you know, we're gonna work a deal with merch, right? We're gonna say you're gonna get, you know, whatever your merch deal is. You know, John Cena probably gets more percentage per his material than other people. That kind of thing, right? Your your additional spot fees, those sorts of things. Your royalties, all that comes off the top. So if it goes against their downside guarantee, then no, they're not making any money at all off of that. Mm -hmm. My question to begin with, if I'm one of them, is, well, do these count against my appearances then? Like, every time I'm doing a damn Twitch, is that right? I'll do do 50 Twitches tonight, right? (laughs) That means 50 Uh, less appearances, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little weird. I'm I'm a little wondering about the legalities of something like that. Now... You would think a lot of shit should be illegal in the United States of America that is not in regards to employee-employer relations. And this is where some of that comes involved. Zelina Vega kind of stood her ground. And part of the deal with COVID is a lot of these folks aren't making any of that money we said, right? If they go on tour and they're selling their merch or they're making these additional appearances that they set up at the car sales or whatever, all of that's gone. All of it's gone. All of it. So they were making a large portion of their makeup money off of these things. Zelina Vega said she was making more off Twitch than her WWE contract at the moment. So she says, Mm -hmm. no, absolutely not. And she kept doing it. Kept twitching, started an OnlyFans for her cosplay to try to say, hey, this isn't WWE-related content. 
Um, yeah, it's getting a little iffy. Um, they got, they said, no, we stop. Give us that too. And she was like, I'm out of here. Right. And she, you know, got a release. Yeah. She also tweeted that she supports unionization and the SAG president got involved and said they support her. Apparently they had a conversation. I don't know what came out of that, but SAG has started to indicate that they might want to be welcoming to pro wrestlers which is amazing the screen actors guild for anybody doesn't know is like what the movie stars tv tv folks writers all those folks they they work they get credits towards that and then they can get things like a retirement benefits and uh, Mm -hmm. things like that through that union for you know because individual movies aren't providing you health care and a move right these producers so that's what they do for them i think that's prime where the wrestlers don't have to start their own union i just think it should move into something like that you know but I agree. Oh, WWE has fought that tooth and nail since the days of Hogan, Jesse Ventura. Oh, so Andrew silly. Yang chimed in. He's a possible Biden cabinet member. Is not likely to be, I don't think. But he said, I haven't forgotten about Vince McMahon when somebody asked him about the situation. Right. WWE is going to have to answer to this sooner or later. That's a fucked up policy. That policy's so, whack, right? Like, so let bad. me play devil ad- devil's advocate okay. just a little bit, though. And then let me make a, a bigger gripe about social media and why it frustrates me just in pro wrestling. Mm -hmm. I 1 million percent wholeheartedly think that Zelina Vega, and I don't know her name, her real name off the top of my head, but if let's just, or that's what she wrestled in her before, I think, right? Yeah. Let's just say it's Jessica Jones, whatever. Right. And if she wants to, yeah, right. If she (laughs) wants to do cameos and twitches and OnlyFans as Jessica Jones, I think, like I said, 1 million percent, yep, do all of it. But if you want to be Zelina Vega to play, again, Devil's Advocate, WWE owns that name. You don't own that name. So now you're taking, even though you're playing that character, you're taking that character out of WWE's grasp and saying, I, as Zelina Vega can go on cameo or Twitch and maybe make controversial statements that puts WWE in a bad position. Right. So if they're on Twitch and you know, AJ styles was even talking about, you know, that little controversy he had where he said, Paul Heyman got my friends fired. Well on that Twitch uh, stream, it was AJ styles. It was not whatever his real name is, Anthony Joseph or whatever. So that's where I would say, Hey, if you're going to do this stuff, again, go at it. Go 100%. But you can't be saying you're a character name when the character's name is owned by the company. So here's the issue, right? Um, and I, I agree with that in a whole heart. Whereas, like, if I'm WWE, I'm going to structure all my contracts to say, you are this character under this name. Any social media you have using this name is owned by the company. Like, we'll set up right. the social medias for that. You can use yep. it if you want. We'll yep. own it. You'll get mm-hmm. the percentage. The going against the downside guarantee is fucked up. I think they should that should yeah. be on top. That That's should be a, stupid. Uh, that should be right. over the top. That should be a perk. But um, so, and then your real name. We're, we're not touching that. That's you. What does John Cena do? He's got to do something different. He's got to. You be, know what I'm saying? So there's well, there's there's things to work out, right? I mean, there's 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 right. gray areas. There always is. So there's something to work out. But I think as a base, what you said is correct. What right. they're doing right so, now and saying. Surrender them now. We're taking your money. Yeah, and especially fuck in a you. time like right now. Yeah, in a time yeah. right now, this is bullshit. A year ago, 
before all of this kind of hit the fan, I think I wouldn't be as I'm okay. Let me back up. I'm very sympathetic to the independent contractor because uh, for those who don't really understand what independent contractor means, it means I, as the contractor can show up and whatever time I want. And, you know, we'll agree that I will finish this project in a certain time frame. but that's it. You pay me. I will finish this task for you, but I can wake up at nine o'clock or I could wake up at four o'clock and do this job for two hours today and eight hours tomorrow. And then again, it's going to be done on December one or whatever it is. And that's the uh, uh, agreement. But obviously WWE wrestlers have to show up to TV at a certain time. They have to be in appearance at this certain time. So it's like, you're not an independent contractor. That's the bullshit part. And so I even get if you have like an independent contractor status, we say, all right, I'm going to contract you for this, but I, but I need somebody here at this time, this time, this date. Do you agree to that? Or I'm going to, I need somebody on these and it'll be cycling. It may change based on this. Do you agree to that? And they go, sure. But what I think should not be allowed with to classify somebody as an independent contractor is if you then say, okay, but you're exclusive. Well, no, now we're, I'm no longer independent, right? Like an independent contract should be able to show up over yeah, on wherever, here, fucking there. TNA and be like, I'm on the weird show now, but mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. You say we're exclusive. Well, okay, so now for exclusive, we're talking a different ball game. I feel like. Right. And now mm-hmm. that's not the case with a lot of legal, uh, you know, contract and employee laws. Mm-hmm. I just think it, I think we should all agree to work those laws to make that as such because WWE, these are their fucking employees, and I hate that they want to act like they're right. anything, but these are your yeah. fucking employees. Treat yep. them right Agreed. and get Agreed. the fuck out of here. And I think a guy like Vince McMahon is a major hindrance from that. I think people like a Stephanie McMahon and a, and a Triple H probably see that. Mm-hmm. They understand business, and they're going to fucking hold it back as long as they can yeah. because it's cost-effective, right? But like, mm-hmm. I think if the pressure came on, they would be like, okay. You know what I mean? But I think they would be smart to also go, okay, you guys should go deal with the SAG. I, we, You know, we know what the SAG is. We can ha- Our lawyers already know how to deal with the SAG. But, like, if it comes to that, I think they would rather have them do that than try to treat them as employees, give them health care, give them fucking sick and leave time. You know what I mean? I think they're going to keep firing these motherfuckers and saying – these independent workers who want a chance, they'll sign this contract. It's 2000. But again, everyone in WWE. Might, would gets, that be the death of them? Because they can sign a bunch of fucking ROH talent that sucks and nobody will watch it after a while. Oh, yes, they will. Look at the fucking hey, talent When right there was now. a better product 20 years ago, they started to lose. It wasn't until that product became shit that right. they started to win again. Well, Right now, there's a better product. Eventually, people are going to see the light. You you think you think that, but right now this year they posted their biggest profitable year in the company's history. So Jesus to them, Christ. they don't give a fuck that the point zero six rating is going in AEW's favor, not them. They say someday gotta- they're going to have to answer to it. And when well, they do, I think th- they would be better off to say like, "You guys should handle that because that's a known entity." Yeah, their lawyers but already know be, how to uh, deal with that. But yeah, that might be Triple H and Stephanie's daughters that will be answering that. Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane, those motherfuckers are ingrained. They're not fucking going away from anything that Vince has done. They're not. Yeah, when they're Vince is dead. Me. It's a different They story. don't give a shit. No, oh, they're yeah. like, no, <laughs> this is what my dad would do. Remember, Stephanie McMahon has such a warped, drunk baby brain yeah, that when Stephanie 9-11 happened, she equated it to her father getting uh, federal charges 
uh, uh, for steroid use. That's what that's where her brain went. Nine eleven for her was the same yeah. as her dad getting steroid charges brought ag- brought against him. They are Trump level celebrity famous. Yeah, they're, but they're, they're very they're very Trump like, right? Where they're famous, but everybody goes, oh. Oh that oh those oh the McMahons oh mm-hmm. yeah right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh yeah those guys a little bit of shyster going on over mm-hmm. there but all right yeah hey they they got money well, so far all right let's, let's one try. other thing I was gonna mention uh, on top of that is and I've probably said this in in the past on a podcast episode but th- there go there goes again a little bit of my gripe with you know if if uh, if Bailey broke her ankle on SmackDown, then on Twitter, Bailey shouldn't be showing me wind sprints. You know what I'm saying? That's whatever her real name is. I don't know what her name is, but like, yeah, that that's again where I don't like this. Oh, on TV, I'm playing a character, you know, perfect example right now. Sami Zayn. I love Sami Zayn. I think Sami Zayn is one of the best. He's been one of the best for me as a baby face. His heel work right now is amazing. But then when he does all of these Twitter rants about like social justice issues that are real, like real things, that's not consistent with Sami Zayn on SmackDown. And that's where we're like, well, what are we doing? Go by your real name, make these statements, say all the bullshit you want. And then your, uh, you know, WWE handle can be watch me take on Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series and all that shit. But talk shit as Sami Zayn, the character. But then, yeah, that's where this whole thing is. is remy something right like yeah sure but that's again where we're getting into these weird things where your favorite wrestler (laughs) yeah oh yeah but again but again (laughs) i I, the art you know i'm not one of these dave Meltzers. do you know that he was born in syria and 90 fuck off okay i just want to see what's on my television and enjoy it i don't give a that's the other thing we need to stop fucking caring so much and we'll get into let's get into the second news story and i'll bring it up but let me have this caveat before we need yeah, to stop I got one thing caring too, so fucking much about these personal lives uh, of these people. They're entertainers. Like, enjoy the entertainment. Stop it. Stop fucking being weird. It's weird. So anyhow, yeah. the news, <laughs> congratulations, yeah. is uh, through a promo that he did on AEW Dynamite, John Moxley uh, revealed that he will be a father, him and Renee Young, which I don't think that's her last name. I think it's Paquette, Renee Paquette, something like that. Yeah, something like uh, that. We'll be having a child, and that's fine. Again, I shouldn't know that. Like, the character John Moxley said it, right? Well, no, the yeah. character John Moxley said it. So now it's a part of the storyline with him and Kenny Omega. So now, cool. But I don't, what are we, like, the Dave Melter culture where it's, well, backstage, Vince McMahon says he's high on Aleister Black, so why isn't he getting a push? Let's re- Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Just watch the goddamn shit. It's everybody's need for shit. content. It's everybody's need uh, for content. And so these people only know to talk about themselves, so they fucking... Well, you know. but that was even before this wave of podcasts and all that stuff. The, the dirt sheets are so weird to me. And I'm sorry for going on a rant that I didn't really tell you about beforehand, but like... If you were to tell me that Al Pacino... This is not in the show notes, Tom. Yeah, this is not in the show notes. But again, if if you were to tell me that Al Pacino was a raging alcoholic and was pushing uh, producers on the set of Scarface, I'm still going to fucking love Scarface. Like, I don't give a shit. 
what these people now again if he's doing that or if he was you know fire him right like that's the that's the action but as Roseanne. the cons- right as the consumer, fired Roseanne though, and just rename the show like fuck it do the hint right. right yeah exactly but like as the consumer I don't fucking like this sounds bad but like I don't care about um I care about yeah. the characters I care about yeah. the characters that's what I'm saying <laughs> Anyhow, well, congratulations uh, to uh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, but again, yeah. I shouldn't need, I shouldn't know that. Uh, but I, sh- or I shouldn't be allowed to know that. The shield just having babies left and right. Well, they're all good-looking men. Makes sense. Yep. They have right. all good-looking wives. So, yep. good-looking people do yeah, good-looking things. Generation may have baby shield. Oh yeah, little. Well, they should all well, put their little shield two point right they should take a picture where all the three yeah. of them. Yeah. Right, yeah, all like. Dee, dee, dee. Well, I think, <laughs> Although I think Roman, Roman's got a couple kids, right? Yeah, he didn't. He already say when he had cancer or something that he had two kids already before. Yeah, he's got kids. Yeah, yeah. And again, I shouldn't fucking know his family situation. <laughs> Roman Reigns is the head of the table, not a fucking dad of five or whatever it is. Right, Joe Anawai. Joe, is fucking, yeah, right? is that is he is Anawai? the guy? Is that his actual name? Yeah, sure. Uh Anyhow, pro wrestling's the best. I love it. <laughs> you want to you want to do an AEW breakdown of Let's last night's it. episode? Hey, by the way, we want everyone to know um, we need you know it's it's fun. You guys hear what we have to say on the subject. We know we know what the fuck we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We want to hear uh, if you know what the fuck you're talking about, and you're gonna do that by using hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. If you don't follow us on Twitter. Do it now. If you're not on Twitter, get on there. It's where the conversation is, at Table Show on Twitter. Uh, and then you might get your tweets read on the show if you use hashtag Tweet the Table when you're watching the shows, when you're thinking about, when you're listening to our show and you want to respond to something we just said. If you guys are like, you guys are idiots. Fuck unions or whatever you want to say. You know what I mean? Whatever yeah. you want to deal with. You or know, if, or I want to know, yeah, or I want to know all of the details of these performers. That's fine. I think you're weird for it, but that's fine. Say it to us. We, yeah. we like to hear it. If you got a funny joke, if you think, you know what I mean? Whatever you want. Anything you want, and we're going to pick some of the best out, some of the most pertinent, and we're going to read some of them on the show. And if we do, we're going to, you know, also say your name. People might follow you. You might get a following, and everybody will love you. Everybody will love you almost as much as they love us. And that's that's a lot. Indeed. All right. Let's get kicked off with AEW Dynamite. It started off with the match that was announced the previous week. Uh, The tag team champions, the Young Bucks, take on a brand new team to AEW Dynamite, making their debut on Dynamite, even though they've had a couple dark matches. Top Flight. So Young Bucks versus Top Flight. Uh, What did you think of this match? I mean, the match was a Young Bucks match, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but and it's kind of what I expected out of top flight um but again no major problems that i saw no major issues i i like that AEW does this right i and i mentioned this on some of the tiktok videos we do uh, follow us on tiktok um is that they give a spotlight to people you probably haven't heard of right mm-hmm. they give a a, a look see like look at this right and i like that way better than the wwe model of Let's roll out the fourth match in a row that these two have faced each other uh, because, you know, we got three hours. Pick somebody new. Like, why not? I'm going to see what they do. And they're going to go hard because this is their, you know, chance to shine. So exactly, I, I like but, it, and that was good for this. And, you know, again, Top Flight looks like, yeah, it reminds me of Private Party where, like, yeah, I, there's these guys look well, like they have the ability, 
you know, to do something in the future if they keep at it. But I don't see anything amazing right now. But meh. so my two takeaways from this were one about private party and two about how fucking old I am. If you paid attention to their uh, promo leading into this match, Top Flight talked about how they were influenced growing up by the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is what we talked about. Why are you the Young Bucks still? Yeah. So now you're wrestling a team that was influenced by you when they, when they were child young. or children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's you're yeah, the Bucks. You're young. Guys. Yeah. You're, you're the, Bucks. the Bucks because. Yeah. Now generations are influenced you and now wrestling you. So that was my first takeaway. But then my second takeaway, as you mentioned, private party. In my eyes, if two people are doing the same thing, there's not enough room for it. One of them has to go. And top flight and private party kind of do the same thing. Now, private party has more of the gimmick. You know, they can do more of the backstage segments where they're in a party scene and taking shots and like they can make vignettes around private party to make them a character. Top flight, I don't think has that necessarily. However, I felt top flight and maybe it was because it was their first opportunity a little bit better in the ring for that style. I Uh, agree. I, I enjoyed like watching them wrestle more than I watched private party. Yeah, Private private Party party. still does a little bit of the one and two and three and four and five and, you know, like, and we're going to grab here and touch here and we'll go there and fall down. And and you you go one, two, three, four, drop. Oh, swing. Oh, we missed it. Let's hit it again. Right. Right. Yeah. So Top Flight, and again, this was their debut. So maybe this was a a match where they're like, we're not fucking up at all. Go 100%. And they did that. We've worked this exact match move for move four times lately. Let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe there's you know more to be seen from Top Flight, but it made me worry for Private Party because that team uh, is kind of the same act, and so we'll see what happens. Maybe they feud against each other, but what we did see after the Young Bucks picked up the victory is Jack Evans and Angelico uh, attacked Top Flight, then they were chased off by the Bucks, so it looks like Top Flight moves right into a feud I'm going to guess initially on Dark, maybe their blow-off happens on Dynamite, but that gives Dark a reason to watch. Now we have Top Flight and uh, and, and Jack and Angelico probably doing some matches there. And then it also doesn't mean they showed up, they look great, and nothing. I liked how they said, give them something instantly. It wasn't the John Cena thing where John Cena smacks Kurt Angle and then he goes to the next town and he wears the favorite team's team colors and he's not doing anything again. So credit to them for at least doing something uh, after the match to give them a feud. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it, tough fight again. Well, like I said, yeah, these kids are good for where the level they're at in pro wrestling. Uh, it'll be interesting to see more. I like that they got a spotlight. I'll know who they are if I see them again down the road. I'll be like, oh, you know, maybe they break up and they're moving up. Like, hey, when the when the top flight guys, right? Something like that. Who knows? Um, I like the spotlight they got. It's good. And Young Bucks. This is again. This is good filler. This isn't mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. fake month long program with somebody I know they're gonna beat because you know what I mean. They're gonna hold the titles for six months. So this was fun. Right. This was fun. As we move on, we have Orange Cassidy taking on Kip Sabian, and Miro was on commentary. 
Uh, this was okay. I feel like the feud may be losing its way. Initially, I thought this was a Kip Sabian Miro versus best friends. And I understand Orange Cassidy's there. So maybe this was just another way to get Orange Cassidy on TV. But it feels like this uh, feud is almost like a uh, octopus with all these legs going in different ways, but not necessarily uh, as an octopus does moving in the right direction. It's just doing different things kind of by themselves. And for that reason, I don't know if this feud is really hitting home for me. Miro was good on commentary. I, I thought, you know, he does that really well. Uh, but after Orange Cassidy picks up the victory, Miro comes out, beats him up, uh, beats Orange Cassidy up, that is. Uh, best friends come out to chase them off. Um, I don't know. This one just kind of feels a little flat for me. I... I'm a little underwhelmed with the Miro and AW thing, and here's why. So mm-hmm. it's just that. It's just Miro in AEW. Rusev was a character that was born out of, like, you know, he started, it's kind of similar to Rock, right? He started this way, but then he turned into this goofy, zany guy with this Lana character, and there was just so much built in, and and we bought in. Now in walks this guy with this like already walking, talking, following, but yet it's gaming, and you know what I mean, which is Kip Sabian too. So, I mean, maybe they're banking on that following and they've just kind of left everything else. But like the rest of us who knew Rusev, it wasn't a gaming following, you know? So I think we were expecting Rusev similar, yeah. which still is Miro, but like, yeah. And, and it's just like, I, we were wanting Rusev to be pushed to the top at WWE and this ain't it here. And maybe they've got to buy time obviously, but like, I don't see how we're going to get Miro there in a W. So I'm just right now. I'm not bought in at all because there's nothing to buy into. He's just a dude who's hanging out and having a little fun and that's cool, but it's not, it is not the Rusev day. Lana right. is the number one, right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's not the, like this guy is the coolest and we love this guy. No, no matter what he does, we're going to chant it. That's not happening yet. So I agree. I think this is, uh, a little bit of a misfire where at least for me personally speaking, I was wanting Rusev in a fucking tank again, coming out to AEW saying I'm taking over the world. Uh, Miro is the best Miro. Number one, clap, clap. And instead we got, well, Hey, another thing that he did was he was on Twitch. A lot of people follow him. So let's go that route and that's fine, but that's not the route I like I mean, about he Rusev. again kind of had this beef with WWE and it was part mm-hmm. of the reason why his contract stuff was going sour. I think they saw right. his his Twitch going up and they were like we need a piece of that. New Day managed to thwart some of this with the with with Xavier Woods did with his up up down down. Like they initially tried to do that with him with YouTube and he fought that hard and was like, "We'll walk." And again, I think more folks need to do the Rusev move and the Zelina Vega move yeah. and the Xavier Woods move. Um for whatever reason they kept Xavier Woods, but um I think that's one of the reasons Rusev walked. I think they would have thrown mm-hmm. the money at him and probably were, but they were telling him that they wanted to control some of that Twitch stuff. And, and that's part of the reason they are heavy on talking about it and allowing it in AW and seeing it. But again, I like what you're saying is to those of us not inclined to know what that is now, check hey. out Spanish now stable on Twitch. Um, but you know, we're learning, but for some of us that aren't, 
none of that means anything. All of that is lost, and if anything, it confuses and makes us go like, okay, but what the fuck else? Like, that's not what you're here for, right? Right? Like, it's cool that you're there, and we'll know that over time. Somebody told me once, they said, um, it's, it's much cooler if you don't tell people everything right away about yourself because they were like, because here's what, it's way cooler when I find out the cool thing you do by happenstance as I'm getting to mm-hmm. know you. Be like, wait a minute, you're also good at basketball? But if like when we first meet, you're like, I'm also really good at basketball, we're going to be like, well, that's nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not as cool. Yeah. It doesn't impact as much. That's what this feels like. It feels like they came out and they're like, also he's a fucking Twitch megastar. And we're like, okay, cool. I don't know what Twitch is. Right. right, but if I'm later finding out, like, oh, he's a Twitch megastar. I've heard of Twitch. Like, I don't know what it is, but, but I like, like his matches, cool there. or I like his yeah. promos. That's what. Right. Again, we're tuning into Dynamite not to watch people play video games or do shoot promos. We're tuning into Dynamite to watch promos and wrestling matches and stories. You got to do some of that, and they're not doing a bad job. I just think, again, I wanted more coming out in tanks or riding a fucking white horse doing something well damn did you see that entrance or did you hear that promo and we're not getting that uh as we move on because we don't want to shit too much on them um this is a uh, long show we got to keep it moving yeah we got picks we got survivor series picks here in a little bit too so stay tuned for that um I, I have the match list, so the the backstage promos and stuff. I'm probably gonna get out sure, of order, yeah, so I I'm apologize. I'll, I'll but yeah. let's let's talk and applaud them for at least this week of featuring the women. So the first backstage uh, segment we saw was Jade Cargill, I guess, breaking the arm of Brandy Rhodes. While Na- yeah, while <laughs> Nala, Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero pushed the refs away. That's a women's storyline, huh? Yeah. A women's storyline, Tim, in AEW. Yeah, it is, it, but it, it leaves me with more questions, which is a good thing, too, because I'm like, why are they involved now? You know, But like, now you want to know. Because it's totally believable if she just beat up Brandy Rhodes in the back by herself. I mean, she she's a fitness model. You and I know that doesn't mean she could fight. But to the casual viewer... She looks like she can kick Brandy Rhodes' ass, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not blinking an eye at that, right? Um, yeah. And so you didn't need them, but it, it's nice that they're muscle. But now, why is she involved with them? Last we saw Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose, one was beating the shit out of the other. Or, you know what I mean? Like, punking them out and putting them in, in their place. So, But uh, at least it's something yeah. more than just a five-minute lip service right. match. That's where I got right. excited. The now, next time I see you, them, I'm going to go, right. ooh. What's happening, right? It could be Jade Cargill paid Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero's making Nyla Rose do this bidding for Jade Cargill. You know, it could be something as simple as that. Could be that, you know what? They fucking hate Brandy, too. They didn't like all these missed opportunities that they felt she they deserved. She wouldn't give us a fucking rematch for the title. Yeah, th- yeah, this is the bitch that I blame. So if Jade Cargill's beating her up, so am I. But again, I was just so happy to see a backstage promo that had a women's storyline in it. So yeah, I agree. Uh, after that happened, uh, we did see a, another backstage. This was a promo, not an attack, uh, but a backstage promo from John Moxley, as we alluded to, uh, did make some news as he dropped the bombshell that he will be having a child with Renee young or Renee Paquette now. Cause she's no longer in WWE. Um, and he also said, Hey, this match uh, needs to be 
me versus Kenny needs to show who's the number one guy in the world. I still think that's me. He thinks that's him. Paraphrasing here, but you know, let's find out December 2nd. Then we get to the contract signing, Kenny Omega with another fire intro from Justin yeah. Roberts. Yeah. He too was the PWI wrestler of the year. He too was this, but unlike John Moxley, he did ex- it was just fucking yeah. great, right? Comes out looking like Magnum PI's understudy in that bad suit and weird haircut. Comes out there, sits in the chair, waits for John Moxley. John Moxley's music hits, doesn't come out. Then we go backstage and he's unconscious, looks like he's bleeding from the nose or maybe the head. Uh, he does not make the contract signing. Kenny Omega ends up signing the contract and just leaving. But this now leads to a who done it, who attacked John Moxley. I think it was Kenny Omega. I, th- I think they're gonna go. They're gonna lean heel more with Kenny Omega with this cleaner thing. I know we were saying he kind of walks the line, but we've seen enough of this little like snide. I think he's gonna be that kind of like, oh me, kind of heel guy. Um, like yeah, I don't got time to talk about what happened over there, even though he just beat the shit out of somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where they're gonna go with that. Um, and again, I think Mox is gonna take some time off, maybe, and we're gonna get Omega. I think I think he's gonna lead yeah. the charge. Yeah, uh, peeking behind the curtain, we don't know how far along she is, and and paternity time and things like that. And again, we shouldn't know that, but I'm just saying that's you know to to be considered as far as predicting things. Uh, I think it's one of three people. It's either classic storyline telling where it is Kenny Omega. I'm leaning into the heel. I'm Kenny Omega, right? Could be Lance Archer who keeps saying, I'm the number one contender. I'm the fucking guy. Everyone dies. Guess who fucking died? It was John Moxley. Or, and this would be the most interesting and I would fucking love it. It's Hangman Adam Page trying to get into the good graces of Kenny Omega. He's an anxious oh, millennial wow. cowboy. He He's out there now on his own. He doesn't like this out on his own. He wants to be back in the elite. What better way to then get buddy-buddy with Kenny Omega is. and jump John Moxley? Here it is. He jumps John Moxley. He John Moxley then like we're gonna we're gonna put this and he's like all right title match and so they get a title match Hangman Page wins it and then he goes to Kenny Omega Kenny Omega is like what the fuck dude what the fuck what in the actual fuck what are you doing why are you this way what are you, you fucking drunk like like just leaning into him it'll be like what I what is now 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 I'll give you like the first the first title you know what I mean? like title shot like now you can get another shot at it you know what I mean he'll be like. Like, have Omega lose this one, right? And then, like, Hangman wins it. But he's like, no, I did this so you can get another shot. Now you can wrestle me and see if you can get it, right? Like, he'll be like, I fucking, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you fucking dense mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it, just, oh. Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, be it could be fun. So many and possibilities. I, so I hope that's the way they go. I hope they go the Hangman Adam Page match or no. way. Because, again, he was not on this episode. Wasn't seen. Yeah. Wasn't even mentioned. I think they're going Kenny Omega. I just think they're he's the next biggest name I think that they're gonna say is like is one of their guys that can mm-hmm. take it off of a guy like Moxley who gets the mainstream thing where they can go, but look, here's one of the best in the world. And look, the numbers of like if you go check out uh, the data, like Omega wins matches, Omega headlines events, Omega's mm-hmm. a big fucking star. Oh yeah. Um, if you're not accustomed to see him on on US television, get ready to see more of him, right? Like he's a big fucking deal. Um, 
So, but this, yeah, think, yeah but this could be the, God, that Hangman Adam Page idea is great. Yeah, because this could be the AEW version and better version of Rikishi did it for The Rock, right? Mm, Where it was like, right. I did this for you. And then Kenny Omega, in this example, would just be like, I didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> you asshole. Because yeah. remember, their rematch is on December 2nd, but that segment ended yeah. without a signature from John Moxley. Similar so that match is still not a- official. Similar to like how uh, Jey Uso's flipped crazy and gone uh, all over, you know, Roman Reigns, like guard dog, right? And he's like, I know, mm-hmm. I gotta get you, right? Like, Hangman Page is yeah. like, what? I fucking like, yeah, Kenny Omega turns it. That's how he beats Moxley, is like, Omega, like, Hangman runs in, gives him the little Kansas City cunt punt. Um, you know, Omega doesn't even lariat. notice it. Omega mm-hmm. doesn't notice it till later, right? Like, it, like, Hangman runs out, but then like, Omega. Looks back, he sees him like laying down. He's like, "What the fuck?" So he pins him anyway, and he's like, "What the hell happened here?" Takes the title, and then he like sees it like Heyman Page is like, "I helped you later," and then he's like, "What are you talking about? Get away from me!" And then he like sees it later on video. And he's like, "You son of a bitch! Like, why'd you do that?" He's like, "I was gonna mm-hmm. beat him," and he's like, oh, "I just meant now you're the champ, right?" Like, and he's like, "Get away from me, <laughs> right?" Yeah. Yes. Yes. That That's could be what good. I hope happens. That's what I hope yeah. happens. All right. As we move on with AEW Dynamite, we got the Blade versus Pac. With Eddie Kingston on commentary. Eddie Kingston on commentary, by the way. So let me just tell you a little bit about how I consume AEW uh, Dynamite uh, in my household. I typically watch AEW Dynamite. I'm on uh, the Twitter machine, at Table Show, live tweeting during the event. So if you'd like to live tweet with me and like, share, and all the things, by all means, uh, do that. But as I'm doing that, my wife is also in the living room, and she typically reads she understands that pro wrestling is essentially white noise to her, right? Like she's she can, reading. yeah, she can tune it out. She's it helps her focus on the reading. Yeah. I mean, kind of right. Yeah. So she, she's always focused in on her reading. The, the noise is white noise to her. However, Eddie Kingston was so good during commentary. She put her book down just to listen to Eddie Kingston. She didn't care about blade or Pac. I did. I thought it was awesome, but she afterwards was like, he was really funny. He was really good. And I was like, yeah, yeah, wife. He's awesome. He is the best wife. The best. You said that? You said that? No, I didn't call her the wife. Yeah, That's you very offensive. Say, yeah, you but uh, <laughs> but I said, I go, yeah, he's so fucking good. He's amazing. Yeah, he's good. So anyhow, that just he's tells good. you the level of commentary greatness he provided on this week's episode where it it actually made my wife stop reading and pay attention to the, to the match. But in the match, we had Pac versus the blade Pac. I tell you what I've missed him. His, he is the young bucks wrapped into one with his high speed moves and just intensity. I mean, even more than the young bucks, he's just this ball of energy and violence. I just, I loved it. It was great. Uh, he picks up the victory. Go ahead. I don't, you don't like Pac? No, I don't. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I don't like him enough that he's just a natural heel to me. Just because I'm like, I don't, I don't want this guy. I, I would rather be off the TV soon. I don't. I, Death Triangle is not going to be a thing for me. I like that Death Tri- Triangle is a thing again. Which again, I'm jumping the gun. You haven't really explained. You know, I, I don't think anybody's like waiting to hear the results from us. But um, right. I like that Death Triangle is back. And I think that'll add to it. I agree. He's great at what he does, right? He is angry, pissing, fucking rip your head off and 
spit down your throat. You know what I mean? Like that kind of guy. And you're like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm I'm just not a big like I'm eh, okay. I could I could deal with that, but that's okay. Um, I like these here. I like that the family that Eddie Kingston had is not so sep- Like it doesn't feel as weird now. Now he's just got this weird group that he's kind of leading along because you know what I mean. They needed a, a guidance, right? So I kind of mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and I also like the twist of it's not just the latin guys versus the white guys i like that eddie kingston has butcher and the blade and Pac has the lucha bros it's not racist old school pro wrestling storytelling so i i do enjoy that exactly it's not yeah it's not going down that route of like you know lucha house party yeah but like ethnicities can be but like ethnicities can be friends i have plenty of friends who are not white guys you know what i mean so i just i like that because it's two. more realistic no i'm just kidding i'm just fine I'm just i can't um, uh, so i also to your point i do like that eddie kingston now is is paring down his family it's not this leader of a carny ragtag group like it's the oddities but now it's like, no, Butcher and the Blade have my back. I've got theirs. These guys are fucking tough, and we're going to beat up everyone around here. I kind of like that, especially with the bunny. Eddie Kingston and the bunny, I like that little pairing. And so I, I like what I would going do. with this. Here's what I would do. Eddie Kingston uses Butcher and the Blade and the bunny because he realizes they're a little crazy, and, and they can do their bidding. They eventually figure out it's an abusive relationship. You can turn the Butcher and the Blade and the bunny face off mm-hmm. of that. Easy mm-hmm. money. Easy. Easy. Or you yep. could turn Eddie Kingston face off of, you know, they're, they're tired of trying to eat him alive. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's we're gonna get real now with the butcher and the blade. We found Eddie Kingston in a you know, in a meat he was, locker. He's trying to hit on the bunny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now they've got a fucking you know, knife going through his chest potentially. I don't know. Anyhow. Uh as we Yeah, keep they'll going, murder him we, on live TV. That's what they hey, did with a, the damn. They did that on their yeah, pay per view. Well, that's what uh, Impact did on their pay per view. They shot and killed someone. Tommy Dreamer got all upset. There's a who's killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Hey, right. Screen Actors Guild, right? You see that in the movies. All right, here we go. As we move on, we did get our one women's match of the night. It was for the NWA Women's Championship because why feature your own title? Serena Deeb champion taking on thunder rosa and let me they must start have got high ratings this. for this match as well from before right, right? like that's why but we're seeing me, this again yeah let me say this before i shit on it i'm again happy that women have storylines in AEW. so i'll say that right that is where my heart lies with with this segment however why in the flying fuck <laughs> Would Britt Baker give a shit about the NWA Women's Championship match? Now it's, they tried it's to explain that. it a she little has bit. A deal with Thunder Rosa, like yeah, who was now, the challenger? Again, they they tried to explain it, but they tried to explain it by saying there was a little bit of a Twitter beef between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Here is where I use this perfect analogy at my job. So I work for a software company, right? And we have a a website that helps our users with many different things in the request for proposal 
process, right? Now, in our website, we have hundreds of features. I know all of them because I am in this website all day, every day, all day, every day, seven days a week, yeah. all the stuff, right? You're, you're users, in that website like the new day is up in some pancakes. Exactly. Yeah. And so I know this inside and out. Our users are using our website and then a hundred others. So they come to our website and go like, oh, hey, again, where's the blank tab? Oh, it's right over here, right? Yep. I can't, again, if I'm tuning into Dynamite, you have to stop assuming that I know of the Twitter beef that you never referenced between two females or two males, whatever it is. Right. Like, you have to tell I me the story. I might not even be on Twitter. Exactly. I'm tuning in to Dynamite. My story is only what you're showing me. So if Britt Baker attacks Thunder Rosa, again, in an NWA World's Championship match, it makes no fucking sense to me. It sure doesn't. That's my face for this segment. Yeah. By the way, if you're listening to the audio-only version of the podcast, you, you should check face. us out. Yeah, you got to come. It's 2020. It is 2020. We have coronavirus and YouTube now. Like, you should check out the YouTube. <laughs> I don't know why it's those two things I chose. But YouTube, we are the Spanish Announce Tube, if you're using the URL, right? YouTube.com slash Spanish Announce Tube. You know, you might search Spanish Announce Table. You might find some pretenders. Well, we're the real, we're the real champ here. Uh, you right can here. see Tom's reactions here. Like you can see mine. Um, yeah. I'd like that again. We're getting a little bit of a storyline. Britt Baker's exactly. now attacking Thunder Rosa. I'm happy about that. I think Britt Baker should be in bigger storylines, but whatever, you know, it's not about me as much as I got to keep telling myself this all, you know, every fucking day. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. I want it, Tom. Like, why, why are we still dealing with this? But whatever. Yeah. So good match. I mean, yeah, yeah. it was good. The match itself was really good. Again, it was a solid presentation of a championship match on AEW for someone else's title. Don't get that still. Whatever. Moving past it. Drive by. Boom. There it happened. Yep. Another storyline that we got backstage segment, Allison K 99 in the dark order will be challenging Sheeta for the AEW Women's Championship next week. So, again, I will applaud them because I was giving them the business on this podcast for a few weeks. I will say congratulations for giving three different women's storylines in one episode. We got Jade Cardgill and Brandy Rhodes. We got Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. And then next week we got uh, 99 versus Sheeta. So, again, it's something... Love it. You know what this what? means. They're listening. Or Obviously. they're watching. They're watching Obviously. on the YouTube. They're they're watching it and listening, and they're hearing us. Hire T-Mac. Appreciate it. I would love to. I would love to work for AW. It would be my pleasure. Anyhow, let's get into the main event of AW Well, Dynamite. before we do that, let's okay. talk about something that happened uh, throughout the evening. The inner circle took over Las Vegas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I did not have that in my notes because again, I have the matches. Uh, uh -huh. The inner circle. What'd you think? 
<laughs> so they did some obvious ripoffs of the hangover right and then some kind of here's Prosing's take on it it was kind of like i felt like it was an entourage meets hangover um you know it worked but it was a lot of the same rerun jokes that they had already done right it was filler but it was good i mean you know eh, you know it, it this is the stuff that and i don't want to like I, Justin Summers, regular listener to this show and contributor, and, and you know he he had mentioned like why do you guys he feels like you're in an abusive relationship with WWE, and he did that on his TikTok talking about that with the wrestling fans in general. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm shitting, but this is the the thing that WWE doesn't do. They let the cool guys in the room go do something that was cool, right? Like nowhere would you see. On WWE, them let be like, yeah, let's let Conan Conan come on and, and they'll all get high and fucking like pop out mm-hmm. of a limo after having hot box it. Just not happening. Non-starter. You're gonna get fired for suggesting it in the writing room. This is where AEW is gonna capture a lot of hearts and minds. Is they're allowing the artist to portray art. This was fun when when its intention was to be fun. I agree. I might be making my most controversial statement in Spanish announced mm. Sable relaunch 13.6.3. And that is this jumped the shark for me. Yeah. I it was a little bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing again, I feel like I'm getting beat over the head with Jericho and MJF. I love them. I think they're great. I also love orange Cassidy as well, but I don't need to see them every week when they're not necessarily doing something that's catching the world on fire. And this, like you said, was filler. And there was Conan, and there was Hornswoggle, and Sammy Guevara got married three times. It's all fine and good. But I also, the week before, got balloons and the inauguration and the, you know, it's like... Yeah, these events should have been spaced out several weeks apart because they're more impactful, you know? Yeah. Right. If you're just doing we week did, after week. If we did like the rock, this is your life, and then next week we did a fucking rock game show, and then the next week we did it like it would be, we would forget it. And we're yeah, probably going to forget it, this in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a little, like, again, I think they're all well done well segments, but you have to space it out or you have to make it more impactful when you're there. Because, there is nothing that's changed about the inner circle from this week since the pay-per-view where MJF and Wardlow got in, uh, inducted into it. And that's where I it's popped like, for Conan though. I popped when he's yeah. like, Hey you guys want to take this to the next level? I know a guy. And then <laughs> I was like, Oh, I was like, yes. And then they fucking did it. And then they like popped out. I was like, Oh shit. They really went there. I was like, awesome. Yeah. yeah again, I it was for good, that. but yeah, that it was, was the good. Only thing that made me be like, Oh, like legit smile. Everything else was like a, eh, you know, I like that Sammy Guevara Guevara got married three times. I hope they keep playing that up, you know? Well, when he like wakes up out of the, like he's in the, um, like he's in the fountain. When he went to like raise himself up, he put his hand like right on the breast of the statue and like pulled himself up with it. I was like, that's, that's a nice little touch. Well, and here's the other nice detail about that too, that I noticed he was also wearing leather pants in water just like jericho when he was in his hot tub uh <laughs> yep. and, and the uh, uh the uh, vanguard one was coming after him so i thought that was fun too well again when, that, when somebody stole jericho's t- the aw title remember that their aw mm-hmm. title got like stolen immediately like day one 
Yeah. Fucking, but yeah, anyway, yeah. I mean, this was, you're right. It was a little bit jumping the shark, a little bit yeah, was- tongue in cheek, like, like, okay, guys, stop running. Like, next episode, I want to see something that's furthering this storyline. Or why you guys are such a dominant group. Like, you guys got to stop circle jerking each other off and start attacking some other people. Yeah. There's the Dark Order that's sitting there. Go attack them. What was There's the thing some Warlow other and Hager groups. did? They did something, like, where they traded off something. Like, cause they were staring oh, they were beating people up. Yeah, yeah. And then they were beating, people, beating up. people up. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, you know, and again, that's yeah. fine. It's fun. But yeah, you're treading, tread lightly, at least for me, because this felt a little like this might be where it all turns bad because now it feels like the inmates well, are running the asylum. If we go like, Hey man, it's been three times in a row. We love Jericho because he does all this zany stuff. And then you start going, Hey, here's more zany stuff. I do. We go, uh, Unsolicited. Mm-hmm. Unsolicited mm-hmm. zany stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Exactly. All right, so now let's get into the main event. It was Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, Team Taz, taking on Cody Rhodes and the TNT champion Darby Allen. Uh, before this match started, for whatever reason, Darby Allen caught his leg on fire inside of a church while he skateboarded. That was a thing. Uh, and then we got the match. And it was fine. It was good. Let's just get right into the post-match. I think that's where the, the meat of this story took place. So uh, Darby Allen and Cody uh, lose to Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Brian Cage, I will say, was the fucking MVP of, among the four wrestlers here. He just jumped off the screen with his athleticism and brutality and that finisher. He always does. I thought it was all great. Awesome job. So after they get the victory, they start beating up on Darby Allen. They start beating up on Cody. And then Will Hobbs shows up to make the save. The FTW championship is left in the ring. So he obviously grabs it and was like, hey, Brian Cage, you want this? You motherfucker. I got your possession. What are you going to do about it? And as he does that, Cody Rhodes makes it to his feet, almost like thank you, thanking Will Hobbs for coming to save uh, coming for coming in for the save. And then Will Hobbs says, Oh, you thought that was about them. It's about you motherfucker. And he hits him in the head with the belt. I thought this was awesome. So Will Hobbs has joined team Taz. The only thing that I felt was a tad of a misstep is after they're beating up Cody, they stand over Cody. So it's Taz just talking shit to Cody uh, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, and then Will Hobbs. And then just in the corner, almost a forgotten person in this whole feud, Darby Allen's just laying there. Yeah, Darby Allen's just, yeah. The I champ. thought it would have been, right, the champion. I thought it would have been more impactful and a better story if you could have got both of those guys together and there's, and then the group is collectively standing over both of them. Because it felt like, as a visual, Okay, so now this is Team Taz versus Cody. And oh, by the way, Darby Allen, he might set his other leg on fire, but he's also here too if you want to pay attention to that. That's what it felt like. And if you're going to say Darby Allen's our champ, then Darby Allen needs to be the one that these guys are attacking because he's the champion. Cody is just a, a, you know, a white guy with a bad neck tattoo. You know what I'm saying? So bad. God, it's the worst. Ugh. Sometimes when you're feeling yourself, you make a you make a misstep and you get a neck tattoo. What's worse, the Tyson face tattoo or the Cody Rhodes neck tattoo? The mm. Tyson face tattoo is worse. No, the Cody Rhodes neck tattoo. 
because Tyson's fucking crazy. It makes sense that he would have a face tattoo. He's legitimately nuts. Cody, I think, was just drinking his own Kool-Aid a little bit much and was like, I need it. I need something that represents the brand. And you know where it needs to be? It needs to be on me where everyone can see it at all times. How about the neck? And it's like, oh, my God. It's weird because he wears a suit a lot of the times that cuts off top half of it. That's why he wanted it to be seen at all times. Yeah. It's no, not the neck- seen at all times. It's peeking out over the top like no, it's a I, fucking I, rabbit hiding in the. Yeah, I know. No, the neck tattoo is way worse. Tyson's fucking nuts. By the way, as of this recording, I think in eight days at 53 years old, he takes on fellow 50 year old Roy juice, Jones Jr. What juice has he been has he been taking, man? He's fucking. You oh, see that picture? yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's fine. Right. Like, whatever. But man, that's going to be so sad. And I'm going to watch it. I hate. I'd that rather have. I'd it. rather watch a Tyson fight in 2020 where he's juiced than not, I guess. Right. Oh, but it's going to be so sad. It's going to be 45 seconds of hell, and then it's going to be fat guys gassed and just trying to touch each other's fucking knees because they can't reach to their face. Just a bunch of, uh, uh, it's going to be sad. There's a reason people don't want to see old men fight. Like There's a reason they try to break it up. Yeah, exactly. And anyhow, that's so sad. But it, going back to this, I just felt like the emphasis was on Cody, who's not the champion, and Darby yeah. Allen, who was the champion, was just pushed to the side. And I think eh, that wasn't the the best visual to end the show. But uh, hey, but that was Will Dynamite. Hobbs is What'd in, you think? in the right spot. Will Hobbs is in the right spot. Dynamite was good. I like, I like how they they format the show even always the main event isn't always like it wasn't Moxley every time, right? Like it's not right. always. It's always kind of something different. Like it's not the same thing running each week, right? I like that idea. The main event does have a a, a revolving door of who's going to be in that spot. I will say though, they are a little bit formulaic, where it's always the women's match right before that, and it's always a fast tag team match to start. <laughs> Those are always it the is. two. It is. Yeah. It is. That's true. It is always. Yeah, it's like they do the dark match. It's, On TV. it's the it's the kickoff show. It was always the Usos. And Harper and Rowan, right? So, because it's a fast yeah. team, tag team match. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, but AW always hitting an A. Like, they are the A student in yeah. my eyes right now. Yep. Yeah. And actually, uh, if you wouldn't mind giving me some filler, uh, we did a poll on our uh, oh, yeah. Twitter page, and yep. I can give you those results By as the way. of this recording. Yep. By the way, at Table Show on Twitter, give us a follow. Uh, we like to follow back if you're not a dork uh follow us at table show use hashtag tweet the table you can also email the show if you want a long form we have an email that we're going to read later we're going to do that segment again tweet the tables and emails uh table show at gmail.com send us an email spanishnounstable.net has a contact page where you can email directly from there i am working on that to revise we just revised the website, and then there's a hey. bug with it, and now it's not working properly, and it's sizing videos wrong. So I've got to reformat, but I got some advice from a great friend of the show uh, through mm-hmm. this networking group I'm a part of. Uh, so I'm going to rework the website anyway because he said, eh, you know. There's always room for improvement. Yeah, there's always room for improvement. So we're improving yeah. that. But you were saying on Twitter, at Table yes. Show, you so- had a poll that you put up. Yes, so as of this recording, there's still 47 minutes left to vote. So by the time you hear this, it's going to be over. But just wanted to actually give you Which states are red and which are blue? Right. I wanted to give you an accurate representation just in case more votes come in. Are you going to deny the results for a couple weeks? 
I will not. This is accurate. Will you concede and the victory? Confirmed. Yes, we will. You will concede well, again, the victory. I will concede anything. I don't care. I will you no be way. willing to uh, commit to a peaceful transfer of power? No. Fucking losers do that, pal. <laughs> okay, here we go. You sound like so a I WWE said, Hall of Famer. Right, exactly. How would you rate tonight's AEW Dynamite? And with 75% of the votes, to back up what you said, with 75% of the votes, A. So I said A, B, C, or D. A got 75% of the votes. B got 17% of the votes. C got 8% of the votes. And no percent, no percent, uh, 0% for D. Nobody flunked so, it, huh? You can only put four. Nobody on, flunked. Right? So 75%. Four, right? Of the viewers that watched AEW and then also interacted with our uh, Twitter poll gave it an A. All right. So then, what are we? We're going to get into Survivor Series picks and thereby kind of hit what happened with WWE. Is there anything in NXT that stuck out before we get into that to you? Leon Ruff is so fun. I think yeah. Leon Ruff is great. I love that there's a new star that feels organic. But he also isn't feeling James Ellsworth, where it's just being pushed around. You know what I like I think, is when he went to the back, right? And and Damian Priest is like, oh, "I was just trying to help." He's like, "I didn't need your help, so what? Here, then I don't deserve the chair. Here, take it, take it, right? That's what you want." And he was like, "No, man, no, no." Like, and chill, right? He's saying. taking the fight to him, right? Yeah, and that's what I like because you know, with James Ellsworth, he was just this little guy who can't do anything, and and Dean Ambrose just helps him. And oh by golly, I tell you what, I beat AJ Styles again. How did that happen? Ho ho ho. Leon Ruff is saying like, no, I fucking I know that you helped me, and I appreciate it. Thank you, whatever. But like, yeah. I'm a champion, and if you don't think I'm a champion, well, I'll put five across your lip. Like, fuck off, pal. And that is what I like about Leon Ruff is he's still the everyman. Hey, let's get behind this underdog. But he's not helpless and pissing himself all the time where he just needs uh, big brother Damian Priest to get him out of this situation. No, he's like, I'm my own man. So that was my biggest highlight from NXT on top of each and every time he's on the television. Pat McAfee is the fucking man. My God, he should have been a pro wrestler. (laughs) He's so good. He for people that don't understand how how good Pat McAfee was at his original day job he was named to the all decade team for his skill position that should just tell you how good he was at something that wasn't this yeah and now he's he's awesome at this he's so good at this it's kind of how i feel like with the rock where i'm like when he comes back he does the sticky stuff because they're writing for him but like if he was still here full-time and not doing movies he'd be the best at it uh if Pat McAfee was here doing this full time and only this, he'd be top five, one of the best at if not the best. He might be the mm-hmm. best. And it sucks knowing that like it sucks knowing that like you're so good you can go make money elsewhere and not have to put your body through this because I would well, love to see you doing this us. week in and week out. Yeah, like I, well, I would yeah, love to see you week in and week out. Yeah, it's like you don't you don't want to hang we like hanging out with you. Oh, you gotta go? Oh, you got a call from that hot girl, you're gonna leave? You're Did gonna jump in we the have Porsche? A podcast? Yeah. Hey, did you want to podcast later on tonight? We're actually going to meet up and and watch some old matches. Oh, you, you can't, you can't make it. You, you gotta, you gotta go race cars in Italy. Oh, but like, so next week we'll be here. Supermodels. Yes. But like next week we'll be here. Oh, you got, you got invited to the, to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. You can be a guest on the podcast, Pat. Yeah. You do. It's just, 
Oh, you're oh you're hosting an, oh you're hosting the Oscars next. Okay. Oh yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah. Hey, but Fuck. like on Saturday night after that, we're still gonna yes. be here. Oh, you're doing Lord, SNL. I want Pat McAfee on my TV. Look, War Games is cool, and he's. Who knows what the fuck that crazy asshole is going to do in the War Games cage? Yeah, he'll go hard. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. He's an athlete. Pete Dunn's going to fucking murder somebody. Um, Orkin, you know, Oni Lorkin and whatever this other guy's name is, we know they're Birch. tough sons of bitch. Like, they'll fucking, they'll have all their teeth fall out and put on a good match. Um, and, you know, that's going to be amazing. So, I'm excited for that. Yeah, nothing else in NXT really, you know, was too amazing. Yeah. I like that, that... Damian Priest and um and William Regal are having this kind of thing where he's like, "What, man? You're getting involved. Like, why are you being a dick?" And then like he gets slapped and he's like, "Yes, yeah, serves you right." <laughs> you know what I mean, like I love it. He's like, "No, man, fucking shape up. You're being a punk." I kind of yeah. like that. So uh, I will say though, the the best match of the night from either brands on Wednesday night, AEW and NXT, was the Io Shirai Rhea Ripley. That mm. match was yeah. pretty fucking great. Seems yeah. like Rhea Ripley may be leaving NXT. Yep. Felt like that she, was she a got very Van Gogh'd. Yeah. Well, it felt like very swan song. Let's hug and bye bye kind of thing, yep. mm-hmm. uh, which sucks for her because that means she'll be Naomi in about four months. Um, but whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I did like NXT as well though. So let's get into our Survivor Series picks, and through this process, we will also give you our highlights of WWE because there is a brand new. WWE World Heavyweight Champion and Drew McIntyre. There is. Which we'll That's get to. That's interesting, yeah. Well, I've got the matches up here if you want me to go through Yeah, the let's do here, it. Right? All right, so let's start at the bottom. Let's start, you know, I'm right. this is on WWE.com. This is Survivor Series. We are recording on Thursday. SmackDown still has to happen. So forgive us if what we know now isn't what materializes. Uh, forgive us or not. Fuck off. At Table Show on Twitter. <laughs> hashtag Tweet Table. If you want to say something, we might respond. Five on five. <laughs> Let's start with the five-on-five five women's Survivor Series elimination match, right? Let me click on that. Let me see who all – forget who all's in this thing. We've got – all right, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce were announced as members of Team Raw after injuries to Mandy Rose and, and Dana Brooke, right? So let's see. Who's on this match here? We've got – we've got uh, for Team Raw, Nijax, Shayna Baszler – they don't have this written out as well, right? Um, let's see. Dana Brooke is is out. Is that what we said? So Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce. Um, is this four? It's five on five, right? Who's the fifth? And then four. Lana. Lana. That's right. Which is interesting, right? Ninth week in a row. Table, right? And then oh, she's Smackdown. going through. She's going through the table. Yeah. So then SmackDown, we got Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, uh, Ruby Riot, and who else we got on there? Um Da, 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 da. Why do they not spell Naomi or Na- uh, Natalia? Natalia, the boat. Oh, the boat, right? Because she kept trying to get on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, they've they've hot they they basically took every woman's storyline they've got and smashed it into this, right? Well, so what I was going to say that is a bit of sad news from uh, the results of this match was in a qualifying match, we saw the debut on SmackDown of Chelsea Green, and within a minute, she breaks her wrist. Now, that's not me doing the Dave Meltzer, hey, why don't you care? Like, you should only care about what you see on screen. I do, because it was WWE that reported this. So I'm just stating Chelsea Green, the character, also Chelsea Green, the real person, broke her wrist. So she actually... 
makes her debut and then plummets to the ground, breaking her wrist. Liv Morgan gets the win. Um, I think so for my pick, I think this is team raw. I think it'll be the last two of Nia Jax and Lana. I think somehow Natalia gets a submission on Nia Jax. Lana goes in there, gets a roll up kind of victory. She wins it for the team. Hey, isn't everyone happy for me? I want it for the team team raw. Yay. 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 The girls go back in there to celebrate. Ha ha. Not really. Nia Jax puts that bitch through another table. Boom. Yeah, that's the, that's the only thing I can see. Nothing else in these storylines sticks out as like somebody needs a spotlight to be the hero of this event or the focal point other than what they've been doing. And this is Lana's come up and maybe, I don't know, it felt like maybe they were doing this at first to kind of poke, you know, fun at the Miro thing maybe, but like now there's got to be a payoff for this. So maybe it's Survivor Series, but I don't think it's going to be like a Lana world title run or anything, so... I think she just gets the victory and that solidifies that she it can do this and she belongs, but Hey, know your place. Nia Jax puts you through the table again. Uh, yeah. One thing that I will say before we continue that I, I want to make sure that everyone knows of that is listening up until this point. So thank you. Um, is I will be doing an instant reaction on Sunday. So join us on our YouTube channel. Uh, I will be reading your comments. I will also give you my instant reaction, whether I am tired or not. As you can remember from the AW picks, I was exhausted last time, uh, but I'm doing the Survivor Series instant reaction. Tim will again do his less than instant reaction, uh, but be on the lookout for that as we continue with the picks. Tim, what do we got next? All right, we got the men's Survivor Series match. Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. Not Matt Riddle, because, you know, they don't want anybody Googling to find, you know, Matt Riddle's involved in some lawsuits. Uh, Riddle uh, versus, uh, for Team Raw versus Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and I think this is to be determined. Maybe we'll find out on SmackDown who the fifth person is, unless you know something I'm not aware of. I don't. Um, um, I, Team Raw is a – I think SmackDown wins this somehow because I think here's probably what happens. All right. Here's what happens. Team Raw is disjointed for a reason, right? They can't get their shit together. That's going to be the same. Yeah, that's going to be the same thing, which will carry on into storylines later. SmackDown's going to win this. Seth Rollins will be the sole survivor. Thereby, he gets to continue his savior of SmackDown. Maybe that's the term he uses, right? And here we go. That's a great. Okay, so you're going Team SmackDown. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. That's easy to do. That is 100% savior of SmackDown. Hire Tim. Oh, right. Perfect. I'm going Team Raw. I think False. Uh, the Fake big news. bastard, I think the big bastard who doesn't have a name, or at least I haven't heard it yet. Keith Lee? No. Oh, AJ, oh, AJ, AJ Styles. Styles, no, Styles big bastard. Yeah, they said it. Yeah, they said it. I just, I didn't catch what it was. I like that okay. he was like, you speak English? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, why don't you tell me? And he was like, you never asked. And he's like, I've got so many questions. Like, I'm gonna- <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be more of a showcase because like we've said with both of these uh, Survivor Series matches, neither one has an outstanding storyline or any stakes involved. So I think AJ Styles is somehow one of the last guys, or if not the last guy, uh, eight foot, you know, Coke machine, gets involved, helps out AJ Styles. Now AJ Styles has muscle that we've seen in action. AJ Styles gets the victory. He goes to Raw, 
wasn't I the team captain? Didn't I say I was going to do this? And everyone's like, well, you really didn't. It was that guy behind you. And he's like, that guy? Ah, don't worry about that guy. Fuck that guy. And it's all about yeah. me. Right. Yeah, right. That's what I think we're going to do. But we could do okay. either one. Either one is total WWE storyline writing. Yeah. All right, well, then let's get into some of the other matches on the card, right? We've got a United States champion, Bobby Lashley, taking on the inter- intercontinental champion, Sami Zayn. I think Bobby Lashley's going to win this. They're booking the Hurt Business strong. Yeah. Sami Zayn can take a loss and still be you know, made fun of on SmackDown, but he's got the title. You know, what does it matter? Uh, Bobby Lashley wins this almost probably with somewhat of ease. Sami Zayn, I bet you they put on a decent match, right? Like, they'll get, like Sami Zayn will do his opportunistic offense, but Bobby Lashley looks like the clear, you know, bigger, better, stronger man and eventually does something clean to just out-muscle Sami Zayn. Well, I think the Hurt Business gets involved, and I think because of that, Bobby Lashley gets the victory, and then that then solidifies Sami Zayn to see, look at your American champion. Isn't that such an American thing to do? He has to get other people to help Use him to bail him force. out of a situation. Yeah, Use excessive to, force to keep down the smog. Yeah. Right, yeah. And they he always has to get From others all the to other bail countries. him out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think he's going to use that as like, again, American champions have to do American things. That's why an intercontinental champion wouldn't stoop to those levels. And it's like, we know who you are. And he's like, Neh. but yeah, Bobby Lashley gets the victory. All right. We have the tag team championship square off. We have raw tag team champions, the new day taking on the SmackDown tag team champions, the street profits. Fun fact, both these teams had the other's titles until they just voluntarily switched them. So we'll see who's the better champions. I have a feeling just with WWE and the way the wrestlers work, Street Profits win this because New Day want to put them over, and this is a spot to do it without losing a title or doing anything like that. So I, I have a feeling Street Profits win for that reason. I did not wear this hat on accident. I wore it for a reason, and I think the New Day wins. And I think the reason why is so that then on SmackDown – when the street profits are kind of uh, picking themselves up off the ground and you know dusting themselves off, we get a big E, ha ha ha! Didn't I tell you that the new day was going to kick your ass? Ha ha ha! You guys suck! Ha ha ha! New day for life! Ha ha ha! Big E almost goes heel, and now we get like this obnoxious asshole Big E towards the street profits, and we get a little restart again to the Big E singles push you're wrong so we'll move on to the women's championship square off uh the raw women's champion oscar will take on the smackdown women's champion sasha banks this one's interesting um i don't not like i'm interested to see this match i'm interested to see how they'll book (laughs) who wins this match um they oh, both know. they like both of these folks. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. they like both of them. They're both a clear focal point of their division on their show. Um, but I think Sasha Banks is the newer one with the newer push and the newer title, so I think she's going to get the win trying to continue that. I'm the boss. Man, we're really well, different. All right. Yeah, you're wrong again because we need to push the heel, uh, the brand new heel on SmackDown, yeah. Carmella, and Carmella – will cost Sasha Banks this match. Asuka's just floundering around, so if she took a loss, it wouldn't make any sense. She still needs to look strong as champion. Carmella, or maybe Bailey, or maybe both, cost yeah. Sasha, Sasha Banks this match. Mm, 
Okay. Yeah, you're wrong. I'm right again. The I'm right again. World title game. square off. All right, so this one's interesting. The Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. The WWE Champion, new WWE Champion, Drew McIntyre. And they went hard with this one. They they brought back his old gimmick with the the kilt. The sword and the kilt and all the that sword. shit. Yeah. Um, he won, and this makes more sense than the Randy Orton thing. So now we have heel, face. These are two arguably the biggest poster child. Uh, children of the company um drew mcintyre was the new face they went with because they were like shit we don't know if we're getting roman reigns back roman reigns is back but they weren't surprised heel this is interesting i think because of that because it is this biggest heel versus biggest face and it's two brands and they don't have to interact with each other i feel like they're gonna go with drew mcintyre damn you are just the storyline is look if we're writing it, the storyline is better for Roman Reigns to win this match. We're not writing it. WWE's writing it. WWE goes with Cena must pose. Hogan must pose. Drew McIntyre must pose. No. You're wrong. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Here's why. No, okay. here's why. I have history on my side and also logic. You're going to so, wager a point on this. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'll wager 10 points. Right. If you look back at the last two years, they've done this trick. AJ Styles beats Jinder Mahal. He's the new champion going to Survivor Series. He fucking loses. Then the next year, Daniel Bryan's the new champion in WWE. He's a heel. He's got this new planet belt. He's going into Survivor Series. He fucking loses. I want to buy a replica of that fucking oh, the belt is awesome. belt. God yeah. damn it. I, that was such yeah. a good fucking character that they fucking didn't use right. Anyway. Exactly. So with this, Drew McIntyre loses because they were going to keep that streak alive. Now, on top of that, here's why he, the logical reason why he's going to lose. You can't have the head of the table on SmackDown lose, right? Jimmy or Jay or both are going to help Roman Reigns at every turn. I got the answer. I got the answer, but go ahead. But, but then, but then you got to remember now that we've substituted Randy Orton out as, as the champion and Drew McIntyre as the new champion, that doesn't take away the fact that the Miz is still the money in the bank uh, title or money in the bank holder. And also the biggest fucking demon now that Undertaker's gone, Bray Wyatt, he will make his presence. And then here's the biggest payoff. This is what I'm predicting. You get Miz to come out there, but through some some type of shenanigans, Jay Uso and Miz end up fighting each other and maybe even Jimmy. So it's like Miz and Morrison, Jimmy and Jay, they end up, you know, trying to help the other guy or, you know, help themselves out. They end up, you know, wrestling back to the back, right? Then flicker of lights, flicker of the lights, doom, 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 doom. Bray Wyatt comes out, he hits Sister Abigail on Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre falls. Roman Reigns gets the win. One, two, three. Doom, 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 doom. Bray Wyatt comes back out again to then, you know, take out Drew McIntyre. And guess what the fuck happens? Doom. Undertaker, because it's his last fucking appearance, has to take out Bray Wyatt. And he stands strong. He's the one that poses. So that happens. That happens. Because Drew McIntyre wins this match. Bray Wyatt comes out. To, you know, do what you said, right? Attack Drew McIntyre. Or Miz comes out. Bray Wyatt then comes out and stops it. Then thing. And here's why Drew wins. Because Jay Uso's out there trying to help Roman win. Jimmy okay. Uso comes out and he's like trying to, what the fuck, man? 
they cause a scene. Roman's like, hey, you fuckheads, right? Like, let me fucking focus. Drew McIntyre, Claymore, out, God win. And then that continues on SmackDown where he's like, you fucking too. Yeah. Fall in line. I didn't ask for your help. I didn't need yep. it. God yeah. dang it. Right. And then mm-hmm. and then Bray Wyatt comes out post-match to then right. well, it's beat Miz. up Drew McIntyre. It's Miz. Well, yeah, maybe not even Drew- Miz yet because Drew McIntyre is awake enough to play more and beat someone, so he's not barely alive. So then it's just yeah. Bray Wyatt probably. Yeah, but something like that happens. Yeah, I feel like they're going to get in this moment of brand superiority, care- like championship superiority. They WWE has always, always, always wanted the hero of the comic book to win that match and drew mcintyre wins this he'll win because yeah that makes more sense damn it he'll win because then roman can still be champ but then tell jimmy and jay or both or their fault one yeah it's their fault now you've been fucking around here you remember why i'm at the table you made me look bad you made the family look bad think of our our forefathers right like look at them and they're they're like like frowning like Mm-hmm. shaking their head like you suck they're on a zoom yeah. call right in the back like you disappointed us right like and he's like see see <laughs> right yeah and as soon yeah and as soon as going back to survivor series as soon as drew mcintyre puts his uh leg on the top rope and does his cool ass you know yeah, pose that's then when right. that's then when bray wyatt comes out Bray Wyatt gives him Sister Abigail. He thinks he's standing up, and then we get the fucking Undertaker because it's the Undertaker's last hurrah, and then Undertaker's the king shit. Don't ever forget it. Bye-bye. Dude, we just booked this fucking main event right here. We just booked this main event, and it's going to be the main event for that reason. Yep. Yep. Yeah, what else would be? God. So Survivor Series. I mean, are, are you looking forward to this or what? I'm looking forward to the main event. I am looking forward to Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. I do agree with you. This is the top face versus the top heel, and both of them are just now hitting their stride as being those guys. They haven't become stale yet uh, in their current characters, so I'm looking forward to that. I am somewhat interested in what The Undertaker does do on the event since it is his last appearance. We'll see, but they're saying it's his last appearance. Uh, those are the two biggest things that I'm looking forward to. Everything else this is last ride. subpar. Not his last ride. He had his last ride. This is his last appearance. Right. Then he'll have his last match. His last no, he had his last regular match. match. Right. But then he'll have his last like Hell in a Cell match. But then he's going to have his, his last... last appearance on SmackDown because he's the conscience of SmackDown. And then he's going to have his last appearance on Raw well, because he said the American badass couldn't couldn't appear. Oh and God! The dead man the retired. Worst. So you know what's you know what's worse than watching Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. box, having Undertaker American wrestle. badass, yeah, having American badass Undertaker try to wrestle. He Ugh. rolls out on like a fucking Harley. Oh, coming out, <laughs> coming out to a Limp Biscuit song. It's like Jesus, uh, a Limp Biscuit no. song. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. Survivor Series it's in the can. We booked it. We're solid. Let's get into something that we're 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 trying to redo again. Going to be small we go. this week. Going to be small this week because, you know, stick with us, right? Like, we, we're, we're trying to rebuild this little community feel that we had before. We've mentioned it throughout the show. If you use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter while watching wrestling, while thinking about wrestling, anything you want us to think about, talk about, use it. 
It's going to catalog for us on the back end. I'm going to look through them. We're going to pick out some of the best. And we got a solid one of them this week. So we are going to we're going to pick the one, the best one of the one, and we're going to read it. But you guys will get the idea, right? And we're going to go to this is a friend of the show, longtime contributor that you've probably forgot about, Tom. Oh, okay. And it fits so well with this tweet the table and why he tweeted the table and why he's a little bit upset with you, Tom. Who isn't? <laughs> Who right? isn't? It's at Hallmark of Swede. Oh, right? I like you that. You know what guy. he's mad about? You know what he's mad about with you? Why he's upset with you? Remember who we th- we might have thought Hallmark of Sweet actually is in this burner account? Uh, kind of. Yeah. We used to think was... he was somebody using a burner account. Yeah. He's a wrestler. Who was that, though? Huh? He says, hashtag tweet the table. Hey, T Mac, get off of Sean Spears' back. He's a perfect tan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was tied. So Sean Spears you. tweeted the table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Hallmark Sean. of Swede. Sean, no, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Uh, hope you and Scorpio Sky get pushed to the moon. This mm-hmm. feud needs more airtime. Uh, Hallmark of Swede's a good guy. I do know who this is. I can I can yeah. confirm for you, unless unless he's really catfishing me on the Facebook. Hallmark of Swede. <laughs> Uh, once you get off Sean Spears back, he's perfect 10. We, I think we've even said we like Sean Spears. We think there's a lot of potential in, in Sean Spears. I like the Sean Spears news thing that he did one week and stopped. Um, I like it. I think they've just got so many folks, like you said, in AW where he's fallen in the background. There's nothing really that he's doing consistently to make you care about him. Well, it, it, with him – it just it's a bunch of start and stops. It's we're starting something now as Sean Spears. Okay, that didn't really work. So now we're gonna start something with him and Cody Rhodes, and there's the chair shot, and then that kind of goes away. Then we're gonna start something well, then with Cody Tully almost Blanchard. died. So, right. Oops. But then we're gonna start something with Tolly Blanchard. Well, then that didn't work. Then we're gonna start something with Tolly and Sean Spears finds a new tag team partner to go after the tag team championship. That didn't work. Now we have a glove and Scorpio Sky. But then we had that match, and then now what? And so it's just this. I love Sean Spears, and I love that Sean Spears tweeted the table. Look at that, guys. Guys and girls, you can also tweet the table, hashtag tweet the table, just like Sean Spears. How great is it? You're going to be joining pro wrestling royalty here Mm -hmm. on hashtag tweet the table. Love it. Yeah, He's always very quick to defend Sean Spears. Well, you think that that Sean Spears – tweeted the table hashtag tweeted the table with the black glove on hmm, he probably Hallmark did of swede aka sean spears did he let us use, know how you tweeted it did he use all 10 fingers maybe i don't know maybe. Uh, so this is the fun we can have with tweet the table and it allows us a little deeper dive maybe we're talking about the show and you're like oh you guys mentioned this match but you didn't like what about this aspect of it and you mm-hmm. hashtag tweet the table and we can go a little bit deeper right it's great. Or, it's fun had by all. Or if you want to go more than the character limit on Twitter and you say, hashtag tweet the table is great, but I've got a little bit longer form question or response or comment, you can send us an email, tableshow at gmail.com. And I think we have an email as well, Tim. So you want to get into we that? do have an email from a first time emailer. No, he's done it before. Oh, Way back in the day. Yeah, he did did this way back in the day when it was Spanish announce table. We were trying to get on the radio. 
Oh, so he was one of our first, like, okay. So he's one of the Back first emailers. Was, yeah. Back to be one of the first emailers on Spanish Down Stable 11.95. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, hope you're cool with your name. It's John Batten. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> hey. Uh, solid dude. Uh, says. Great guy. It looks like Chad Gable is going back to the gimmick he started with. And it seems that WWE goes back to the well of the original gimmick when nothing else works. With that said, what do you think of Joey Janelle's sunglasses? God damn it, John. You. <laughs> that's going to be Tom, our, uh, how big is. That's going to be think our, of Joey our how big sunglasses? is. He's, Jesus. And then, Tim. What do you think? God. What do you think I don't of Joey like Janelle's yours. sunglasses? I Do like I look like a conservative yours. about to tell you some business on the uh, on the Facebook comments? No, you look like a picture of a townie girl that says, "My boyfriend is so hot." I wanted to, to this this email. I wanted to get into character, right? I'm Joey Janella here. All of a sudden, Joey Janella sunglasses is gonna is gonna be our how big is Batista? Did he ever even wear sunglasses? <laughs> I don't think so. Sunglasses? <laughs> So I'm going to do the rest of the show with these sunglasses All on. Right. So John brings up a good point. Yes. They're getting away from Shorty G. Perfect. This whole, like, he's running this, like, Gable wrestling coach thing. Awesome. I don't know if that's the original gimmick that he had coming in. It was that whole, you know what I mean, Just he was just a dude. But this is the first, like, discernible, like, this is Chad Gable character specifically that he did and i like that i like where he's going and i like that he even kind of hinted at like this guy's a chump thinking i'm really trying to help him right that little sneer at the end so now we know oh he's not serious mm-hmm. yeah I by like the way that. hashtag tweet the table what do you think of my sunglasses? <laughs> damn it uh i think i think john has a point yeah when they when they run out of ideas they go well why did we sign this guy in the first place oh to do this thing all right well then let's try that again uh, so I do think there is a, a great point there. Um, I do think this goes back to the ready, willing and Gable that he was doing with uh, Jordan and the tag team, you know, and the, the Kurt Angleson. Uh, yeah. And then the, the, the little uh, towels the and towel. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that makes me a little apprehensive is the timing of this uh, Gable Academy, because it feels a lot like Timothy Thatcher in NXT telling you, well, I'm the Supreme wrestling guy and watch me just be a heel. Now, Timothy Thatcher's beating up on uh, trainees and Gable is uh, kind of trying to pull the, the rug over, you know, baby faces eyes. Otis in this example, uh, first off, um, it's a good so fit too, though. Bit, Otis and Chad yeah, Gable can, oh Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're best friends in real life because I follow them on Instagram and I see it. They work out all together, all the time together. Uh, I think this would be cool because you could kind of mix some of the best aspects of a few years ago. You can do the ready, willing, and gable. And then if you remember Bull Fit, remember uh, what's his ass the, from NXT? Bull, Bull yeah, uh, was... something. That yeah, guy. but Bull Schmidt was the – or yeah. Bull fit, fit was, he was his, right. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to get. So you could do the Chad Gables getting Otis in, in uh, shape. I can't take you fucking serious with these goddamn glasses, man. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. We're live, brother. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. We're live, brother. 
So uh, I think it'd be funny if he's like, Otis is getting in better better shape. And each time he comes out, he has a Snickers bar or he gained five pounds because they'll do the weigh-ins and things like that. Uh, God damn. Oh, yeah, he's doing steaks and weights. And Chet Gable's like, salads, salads. And he's like, steaks and weights. He's like, salads and cardio. No, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Steak salads and sit-ups. You know, something. Let's do something (laughs) here. I I think that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, I like it. And again, I think Chad Gable push him to the moon, make him intercontinental champion. I think he's the best. You know who else we need to push to the moon, and that's John Batten for emailing the show. You too can email the show and be like John Batten. Hashtag be like John Batten and email the show, <laughs> tableshow at gmail.com. Let's start that hashtag. Yeah. Tableshow at gmail.com. Like I said, go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and click the contact link. There will be a form for you to send it there if you can't remember the email. But if you can't remember the email, I don't know if you're going to be able to remember SpanishAnnounceTable.net and click the contact link. So I don't know why I'm telling you this. So just send us a fucking email, however you do it, and we'll read it on the show. And maybe I'll wear sunglasses. Maybe it'll freak Tom <laughs> out. It does. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm going to wear these every week then. I like this. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hope you step on those. Is this better or worse than your pit bull impersonation? (laughs) (laughs) That was really pit bull, by the way. If you watched episode 305, we really had pit bull on the show. He was co-host and Tom was on a break. He was, you know, he had had a busy weekend, you know. Yeah, I was laughing, not in a green. I was laughing at you because it was pit bull. Duh. All right. So email the show. Use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. Get at us. Let's spread the conversation. We want to hear what you have to say because we've got a lot to say and you've heard it, you know, you've heard enough of it. You want to hear more, but we want to hear what you've got to say and that'll help you get through, you know, the times you can't hear what we've got to say. So do that and we'll be back next week uh, for more Spanish announce table. Yeah, Tom? Get those glasses off. The Spanish announce table.